Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, constant spam calls. I don't know where you live. I don't know what it's like where you live. But living in the US, I find my cell phone called in the order of two and three times a day just by call recordings of people saying nonsense to try and, I guess, scam me into doing various things, giving them money, changing my current car insurance, credit card, electricity and gas provider, a wide variety of different things. They want me to do things for them with these robocalls. And like I say, it gets to the point where it's just ridiculous. I mean, if anything happens to me of a negative light three times a day, it just strikes me as really surreal that this thing isn't a major issue to a group of people. And I know probably it is a major issue to a group of people, but what has happened to you is the politicians, the people that could, in some sense, enact some form of change, they clearly are doing nothing. They're asleep at the wheel. They've got their other things. They're trying to get pay rises for themselves, get their special interest lobby groups, like more power. But in terms of the everyday working schlub, the schmuck on the streets, they're just going to be getting, you know, two or three calls a day from these lunatics with their robocalls, and that's just going to be acceptable. Interruptions of this order are just the price you pay for living in a contemporary here American society. Now, my main beef has always been with regards to spam and the complete inaction that the US government took with regards to spam because ultimately they all were paid off by what's called the direct mail lobby groups or the folks that send you mostly insipid ads from, you know, supermarket chains but actually just bombard you with a mass of paper that you're never going to use. Credit card companies, from my perspective at least, are the worst. The volume of credit card company introductions that I receive, it's just astonishing to me. Like the physical amount of paper, it's like a bag of shredded paper every month or so. So many of these things. And also, I mean, I get them for my wife as well. We just put them in the same pile. Anyway, this group actually has... Lots of lobbying money in Washington and could create a circumstance where spam is okay. Spam is now legitimate. And what I find particularly curious is like, this is the start, which happened 2000, 2001, when spam first started to be a major problem. And thankfully I had that experience actually living in the US because outside the US you get occasional mailings for supermarket chains, but you don't get anything near the unsolicited mail that you receive here. I mean, just the environmental impact alone associated with the tree destruction that becomes these unsolicited, you know, move to this credit card kind of nonsense where I have no interest in any of these entities. So you move forward to actually physically disturbing things, things that stop your day because you're getting these calls. What I've started doing is just compulsorily hanging up on them but occasionally i get them in the whimsy i'll answer the phone it just strikes me as this is one of the most basic things to criminalize and prosecute based on you could make money in the short term but really more importantly you could make a societal standing a point of order that this kind of stuff just isn't acceptable and in this light i've had a slight set of these kind of experiences with our community as well because trash, or what's generally called litter here, is a major problem. The volume of rubbish that people dispense from on their cars in our area actually causes like a physical volume of trash, which ultimately 
typically people in the neighbourhood go and pick up. And I thought of this because the Saturday there's a neighbourhood litter pickup, and it just infuriates me that this only exists in this neighbourhood. You move maybe two miles in either direction, and you're in completely different areas where litter is not a problem. There is something either associated with the people that go through this neighbourhood, or the general sense of the neighbourhood, or the fact that unlike me, through, you know, most of my grade schooling was associated with not littering. Like, just not littering. This is a socially objectionable phenomena, which obviously has been drummed into some of our heads, that this is really bad. And then there's a group in our community, either who lives in our community or transits through our community, that has never gotten the memo associated with littering. And it strikes me as extraordinary that a society cannot... Rather than, you know, constantly going up and picking up after these people, which is what we're doing currently, acknowledge that this is a social phenomenon that just needs to stop and encourage maybe advertising, maybe like active monitoring. But really what worked in Australia and what's worked historically in a variety of locations is a social stigma associated with littering that just eliminates this as a problem. And my perspective is if there was a social phenomenon ideally backed with some legislation, associated with these nonsense unsolicited calls, then, you know, that might actually cure this social phenomenon. Truth be told, there are laws about it. You can put your number on the do not call list and they'll still call you because they don't care. No one's actually monitoring the do not call list. No one's actively making sure that these things are dealt with. And this is the world that we live in, unfortunately. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.